stage you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. This is Feiju. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feiju. Hello to all our dads out there and our moms. You are listening to the Feiju podcast for Thursday, November 11th, 2021. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, if, if you were like me and you had the day off work, hopefully it was enjoyable. It was for me. Did any of my dads have the day off work today? I get tomorrow off. Okay. Okay. Joe, did you work today? Nope. Nope. I worked. Uh, my fucking I work. Joe there. and I are dumb salesmen. We have to work all the time. Oh yeah, I'm a <laughs> state employee, and it's a federal holiday. So anyway, thanks to all the vets out there, those who served, those who will serve on behalf of the dads. Thank you for your service and sacrifice, so that the four of us have the freedom to do things like make a podcast and talk about sports and bet stupid teasers and fade them. So it's all good. We sure do appreciate you checking out our show. My name is Matthew James. I'm joined by my dads on this very late evening podcast. Chris Duke is here. Chris, how many uh, how many glasses of wine are you in there, big boy? So my wifey had one of her old family friends over. We had some pizza and wine, and they just kept pouring them. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it was funny because this old lady kept going, Chris, who do you want to win? I said, sweetie, I just need the dolphins and I don't necessarily need them to win. And she's like, well, I understand what you're saying. I said, well, okay, you're all right. So let's go. And we had a lot of wine. Joseph Hamill is here. Joe, I understand that you have also been putting down some red tonight. No, no red. Quite a bit of quite a bit of red. Tonight. <laughs> this, might be, <laughs> this might be the drunkest podcast I've done, but here we are. I made it. so kyle what then becomes a better podcast title chris said they just kept pouring them and joe said quite a bit of red tonight what's the better title (laughs) well i ate half a half a i I don't know it's not a gallon but whatever you know a tub of ice cream of mint chocolate chip that's what i did tonight sounds lovely yeah sounds like sounds like something that someone would do who just is beside themselves with tonight's Thursday night football result. Like, you know, I mean, I did it before, but, but yeah, I'm a little beside myself now and I think I'm the new den. So I'm just going to harness it and go over for the next whatever. I'm going to have to stop gambling because I, I'm not going to have a bucket of kissing at the rate I'm going. Oh. Well, we're going to talk about the dolphins shocking to some win over the Dolphins here or over the Ravens here in a second. Some housekeeping first. If you are listening to this, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Fade Sports. Tell all your friends to do the same, please. And if you like our show tonight, then subscribe to the pod. We are nearing 100 shows. Next week, we will hit 100 shows for the Fade You podcast. Uh, Kmart and Neil, who's not here, the Bucket Boy, had a nice college preview last show. Back on Sunday, Joe and I talked to Trent, the fade god, who, Joe, he won tonight. He won big. You love to see yes, it. Yes, he did. I Which, love to see it. We're sending these fucking emojis back and forth and shit. It's great, man. I hope I, – I, I feel bad for everybody that's fading because I was fading for a long time, but somehow, <laughs> some way, this fucking guy apparently figured it out. He's, I don't think he's the fade god anymore. I think he's the fade fraud. I mean, he Joe, might, he, he – 
<laughs> he came on our pod Monday. Bears cover. He came on our pod Monday. His Dolphins play tonight. Outright winner. I'm just saying. Hey, maybe it's just the fade you bump, baby. Maybe. <laughs> He's Trent from Book at Sports. We had him on our show on Monday. Check that out if you haven't yet. And if you are a faithful listener, we know that there are a handful of you out there who listen to every show. We, we get the, the listens to every show, and there's a consistent number. I, so I know you're out there. We would love to hear your feedback. We're approaching 100 shows, like I said. Uh, we, we're trying to find ways to make the pod better, make it more engaging. Hit us up. Our DMs are open on the Twitter at Fade You Sports. Let us know what you think. You can email the show, fadeupodcast at gmail.com. That'll become more professional eventually. But for now, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. What you what do you want to hear more of? Or if honestly, if you just want to talk shit, then that's that's all good too. We'd love you to want hear, to hear less of. <laughs> we'd love to hear our from our listeners and and know what you guys think. So it's all good. But uh yeah, that was a lot of housekeeping. Let's talk some football. The first half was rough, and then the second half was just confusing. But Chris Duke, on a Thursday, when you have a touchdown, over a touchdown road favorite that loses outright, and every square in the world starts their parlays, their teasers with the Ravens, are they popping champagne in the sports books tonight? Oh, yeah. You, you know your John Murray's. They're saying everything started with Ravens parlays and teasers, and they're already dead. But you know what they say? It's always better to get the one that ends the week than begins it because now they'll just fire away again. They're going to reload. So let's go Niners. Just saying so, what we're going to need on, on Monday. <laughs> we are going to need the Niners on Monday. We'll, we'll be with Vegas for sure. Joe, you had now – I mean, you, you knew what Den was going to come in on tonight. It's a road fave against a shitty team. It's teaser central. It's parlay central. And you teased the Ravens down to minus one early in the week. You know, you teased through the seven, through the three, like a good dad should do. Except that that's unbelievably square to tease the Ravens down to one. And you lost. And yeah, this is why we fade Den. Because we're scum. This is... This is why we fade in. I will never be as good as he is bad. And I accepted this a long fucking time ago. And I don't know why guys like Kmart and guys like a billion other fucking idiots on Twitter that fade that don't fade then. Oh, he's good for like, dude, trust me. You're never going to be as sharp as he is bad. It's just not going to happen. How many fucking shows follow the money? fucking betting across america oh it's a sharp teaser let's tease the fucking ravens down from seven and a half to one and a half oh well guess what how did that work out what about all those guys that are saying oh closing line value oh sorry i got fucking <laughs> dolphins at plus or sorry i got ravens at minus nine no instead of fucking plus but dude it doesn't matter it does not matter like we like the fucking sports book consigliere says shout out dave sharpen nobody knows shit motherfuckers nobody knows shit and this is the perfect example was this game tonight everybody fucking lost other than us well i lost one so fade Den goes five and one tonight big daddy joe goes five and two and that's totally fine let's it's have a good weekend fine dad it's <laughs> fine but i mean joe said it it's 
you know, you can do everything that all the shows tell you to do. It's the Wong teaser. Everybody, oh, it's Wongable. You tease it through seven, through three. That's your advantage teaser. And Joe said it perfectly. Well, yeah, and I, I listen to Fade, uh, Follow the Money every... I'm, I'm just kidding. Should it be called Fade the Money? I'm just kidding. But uh, no, they said it. Paulie was <laughs> like, I think I think they fucking rape... Joe, you probably hear it. He goes, I think they dismantle them. He's like, this Dolphins team is horrible. And so, I mean, how many people listen to this and just probably just go, well, they said it, and they're, they're a sharp show with hundreds of thousands of followers. And you just, just be careful. Just If they're thinking it, guess who else is? Our boy Denster. <laughs> dude, yeah. It, it, dude, I feel bad for everybody. Like, because I was this person too. I, some of these shows, they have a million fucking people following them. They're a national radio show. Fuck it. All over everything, dude. You, you see it and you're like, oh my God, I got to go book this right now. I have to go book this right now. I got to go fucking do this. And guess what? Did that work out? <laughs> sure as fuck didn't. And are they going to be held accountable? No. And this is what people need to realize man these swears i need to realize it's like you can't there's no such thing as free money there's literally no such thing as free money and it's you know a tough pill to swallow but here we are don't you think that these big shows are somewhat in bed with some of these sports books to go out where they get a lot of listeners to pound a certain line because like i've heard that same bullshit and then i see on people's twitters where they then bet the other side and i'm just like what the fuck so well they maybe but they are follow the money's great they say a lot there's no such thing there's no lock there's no sure thing which is great they they announce that but then so people need to really if anything don't listen to what should happen listen to what they said first no such thing as a lock in any league especially the nfl um and college and stuff like that so um but yeah they may be you know they're at the circa they broadcast from circa maybe circa takes care of them but uh they do let people know that this is a very tough, tough, tough gig. So, I mean, Kyle, yeah, calm. but there's pub. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say there, there, there is public knowledge out there. Just because somebody's recording from a sports book doesn't mean they're in bed with them necessarily. They can say all they want, but it's up to the people to do their own research instead of just taking that as the Bible. But you know, they're they're there for eyeballs and clicks and ears. So. They don't really give a shit what everybody else is doing. So they, they have to have good numbers that way. I mean, Kyle, at the end of the day, they call them teasers for a reason, right? If it yeah, seems they, too good teaser, to be true, yeah, they're, they're, sometimes they're it is. About as good as getting blue balled. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. We do want to talk a little bit of college football and then some more NFL Week 10 when after the other side of our break. Uh, Chris Duke, can I interest you in New Mexico State plus 51 against Bama this week? Uh, that sounds like an appetizer and uh, a delicious meal with a glass of red. Let's do it. How about UConn plus 41 at Clemson? Dear Christ. <laughs> sure, you like poop? <laughs> Clemson's the team that'll win like 38 nothing and not cover that spread this year. Haven't you talked before, though, about Bama when they're laying over 50 against the Cupcakes? Yeah, I think – and I think, uh, <laughs> you know, that's why we listen to Follow the Money. They have good nuggets, but you have to be careful. I think they pointed out that Saban's like two and two and eight or nine in his last 11, like when he's laying over 45 points or something. So, yeah, when he's laying these big ones, he doesn't seem to step on the gas too much. 
I want to ask Kyle about a couple of pretty big games between ranked teams and, and see if you have looked at any of these. Uh, Oklahoma Baylor is a pretty big game in the Big 12 and then A&M and Ole Miss in the SEC. Kyle, have you looked at either of those? I mean, those, those are going to be some of the big marquee matchups on Saturday. Dude, I can't lie. I haven't, I haven't looked at shit all week because <laughs> I, I, I literally don't know anything. Like I, I'm just gonna kind of roll up out of bed on Saturday. I mean, I had two. I had two plays. I was gonna bet the SC game, and that gets. I don't even know how it's canceled. Like Cal should just get a forfeit because they can't take care of themselves. And then I like San Diego State. Those are the only two games I really eyeballed. Uh, I was kind of staying away from the bigger marquee games. Kind of wanted more numbers. I was probably just gonna do a do a primo fade on, you know, whatever I saw and do the opposite, but I don't take the points. That's probably what I do. It seems to be working out for us. Every time you ask me a question, just take the points. See, we seem to be hitting on a two out of three pace on that. What do you think, Chris? Uh, there's actually another one. So you've got a few different ranked versus ranked. It's always hard to know what Dennis is going to do on these. OU Baylor, Oklahoma's laying five and a half. You've got Ole Miss and, AM, AM's laying two and a half on the road. You have another one in uh in Wake and NC State. Wake's only laying two at home. So I mean, you've talked about ranked versus ranked where you should lay the points before, but it's always hard to know what Dennis is gonna do with these. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. You know, we know we've seen him weigh in on some of these, you know, 430 games and stay away from some. Will he touch Notre Dame, Virginia? They're top 10. They've been looking good. Only laying five. Uh, yeah, that's Virginia, bait. Yeah, that, that just seems like something he'll, he'll go after. Maybe Michigan State over Maryland. They're only laying 12 and a half. Maybe, you know, he's faded Maryland before uh, with Penn State, and it did him well last week. So, you know, we, he always likes to go back to the well. Maybe Iowa. I could see him. Iowa only laying four and a half at home against a Minnesota team that, look like absolute shit last week you know losing to illinois outright so um Chris, you know, there's, there's, there's auburn you don't think he goes auburn minus five and a half dead number right <laughs> that's a that's that's another one yeah that's a, a great one he usually does mess with some sec stuff i think he would that's auburn 17 against unranked maybe he, oh that's a 9 a.m too so joe court you we know oh, he likes to pick yeah. to pick apart those 9 a.m mm-hmm. games yeah he's he's going oregon minus 14 he will he better not play any fucking under at 9 a.m <laughs> i'm tired of that i'm tired of that shit <laughs> i'm tired of dennis coming in on an under and going two and oh on it so right. tell him no no not unders. when <laughs> Not when you miss oh, like love to, gods. I'd, I'd love to be on Wazoo. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to. Oh, Kmart. I'm surprised you're on. Okay, Kmart's on the Aztecs. Maybe we should uh, do a friendly. I'll take the Wolf Pack if you take the Aztecs. Yeah, I mean, I took that. I don't even know what day that was. I got them, I think, plus one or at pick. On Yo, some... let's go. Let's go back to Carson <laughs> and work <laughs> some Nevada shit. <laughs> Hey, what up, dude? He has to be on Michigan minus one and a half. There's no fucking way he's gonna go. Oh, number six in the country, Joe. So Only laying I, a point and a half. I had this oh, yeah. highlighted Not on my notes. Chris Duke, how in the name of fuck 
is Michigan only one and a half again at unranked Penn State? What would you even how would you even describe what that smells like? I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they played Ohio State pretty tough. You could call Illinois fluke, you know, losing in nine overtimes, and then Iowa their their quarterback got hurt. So they've had some rough times. You know, we know Penn State's a decent team. They beat Auburn, um, you know. So Dece. Dece. They're Dece. They're Dece. They beat a good Auburn team, you know, on the road against Bo Nix. So, and they beat Whiskey, who's coming to coming to fruition here. But, uh, yeah, Michigan, that just smells. Uh, you got to love Harbaugh in a big game. <laughs> uh, we we <laughs> hope we, Penn State goes off as a favorite because Michigan, he's never won as a dog. So that'll be very interesting. That's- Can we talk about the differential in this? Yeah, what do you got? All right, 77% of the bets on Michigan. Of course. Chris, what's the money percentage on Michigan? 44. Mm-hmm. 30. Wrong. 94% of the money is on Michigan. Wow. Oh so God. we have 20, 23% of the bets and 6% of the money is on Penn State. This is the biggest public fate I think I've ever seen. Like Holy every single. Every person with a large wad of cash and a halfway hard cock is betting on Michigan. Joe, will so you do what I did with Sparty last week? And will you do a naked yug if he's not on There's Michigan? There's no <laughs> way he's not. There's no way. That, I'm not willing every, to wager that quite yet, Dad. Every single person named Den, Len, everyone. Len? Sven. 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 <laughs> Every single one is going to be on Michigan. I mean, that line smells worse than Chris Duke playing one-on-one basketball with Kyle for an hour, then playing 36 and then rubbing his face in actual poop. That's what that, <laughs> that's what that line smells like. Dude, and then standing next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Chris always smells though. It doesn't matter what he did. He could walk right out of the shower. He smells like shit. The smell of hair again. <laughs> Smelly bitch. It's Shout just all Stu. his hair. <laughs> Kyle, Shout I want out Stu Finer. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I want to ask you about something. Just last thing on college, and then we'll. we'll I want to get to NFL Week Ten. But I mean, we're almost halfway into November now, so some teams are still playing for a lot in terms of conferences and rivalries and all that bullshit. Some of these teams are trying to get bowl eligible, but some of these teams aren't. And these college kids did not play a full season last year. So if you're a bad team, this season is a grind and it probably feels really long. At what point do you start to consider motivation or I guess lack thereof in your handicap as the season starts to wind down here? I mean, probably, probably last week. So that early. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, look at some of the, I mean, even look, I mean, look at SC, for instance. Yeah. Like, you think you think those kids go there to go to some Chick-fil-A bowl, some Outback bowl? like Sun Bowl, shout out. Like, Everson Griffin said it best, I think, when they lost their first game, and it was in September. He just, you know, screams, I didn't come here for this fucking shit. Like, and, that, and I, I'm pretty sure that's still the same case for most of those kids. And I mean, unless you're going to UConn, like, and you're just trying to get a win, like, 
there's there's not much to play for to get to six wins. I, I, I'm not sure most of these kids give a shit unless there's college or, or NFL scouts at the game. You know, it's it's going to become more selfish statistics more than I don't know. That's the brand I see out there anyway. I mean, I, you don't I'd be think, careful. You don't, think a, a, you don't think a small school with five wins wants to get their six to try to be bold eligible, though? For Yeah, I mean, a small school like that. But, you know, for bigger schools, I just – I don't know. I mean, how, how many how many games are you going to be looking for? I mean, I personally don't look at matchups where, you know, I have to think, okay, they're five and five against the spread. They're laying 20. Am I taking or giving? Where, where's the line? Where's the edge? Like, I I just try to find shit between pick them and ten points in college. Yeah, and as the season winds down, that that motivation angle is going to become part of the handicap. I mean, it's very situational. It varies school to school. Because uh, yeah, like like Joe said, some of these schools would would kill to be in a bowl game. Like that that maybe aren't well, used yeah, to it like or program, have seniors like, I said, like or, a program for UConn. Yeah. It right. makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I, I SC mean, having a lost season though. You're even, right. Yeah, you even look not, at Houston. I mean, they've, you know, they've been, you know, in the, I mean, running for the damn playoff in years past. I, I don't think they're going to be given two fucks. You know, it's, yeah. there's too like, that's the problem. Like there's too many bowl games. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just all about money. Like I get it, but it's it's not fun to watch because half the teams that end up going don't even give a shit that they're there. Like yeah, full season's crazy. I mean, Matt, remember two years ago when we were watching like every fucking game and just nothing made sense because most of the faves just were like, well, ready to go to the draft. Just don't want to get injured. How many players nowadays don't even play the top players? They mm-hmm. just sit out because they don't want to tear their ACL. Yeah. Like it, the brand, the brand of football has just gone to shit. So to whoever's side, yeah, we need to get, you know, eight teams in the college football playoff because at least then we're going to be watching something. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how these kids hold up. Like we said at the beginning of all this, they did not play a full season last year. So this is probably feeling like a long season, like a lot of games. They're getting hit a lot. And at some point, these are kids and they're going to kind of be over it, especially if it's a lost season. So uh, that's all we got on college. On the other side of the break, Joe went 5-0 and last week in the circuit contest and his Ooh. plays are locked in for week 10. So we're going to let him talk about his plays. He's leading our pack. And then we do want to touch on a few NFL-related topics. So we'll be right back with all of that. All right, Joe, 5-0. and I mean, it was the start of a new quarter, so you are close to the money for the overall season in the circuit contest. And you obviously are off to a roaring start for quarter three. So do you, do you want to share all your plays? Do you want to share, share some of them? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'll fire all five in okay. case anybody wants to ride or fade, just because, you know, after a five and a week, you can only go down from here, right? So I like the post uh, book up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. 29 and 16 so far, 64%. So we're going Saints plus three against Tennessee. We're going Browns plus two and a half against New England. Lions plus eight against Pittsburgh because fuck Big Ben. We faded them every week. Bucks minus nine and a half against Washington and Chargers minus three against Minnesota. Those are our five fader ride hitting at 64% thus far. So we'll see what happens this week. 
And we do from the fade you Twitter tweet out all of our plays for the contest on Sunday morning. We're using contest lines. So you can kind of decide what you want to do with that. I guess I would start with this. I feel like every week there's a play that the Twitter sharps kind of all agree on. I think last week it was the Eagles. It just seemed like that was like everybody's trendy upset pick, whether it's a home dog or a short dog. It's usually some kind of dog. And and I said this in our in our text group earlier, but I feel like that's the Saints this week. Everybody who wants to sound smart is going to take the Saints because they are off a bad loss to Atlanta. Tennessee's off a bunch of wins in a row as a dog, and now they're favored. And I know Chris is going to say, oh, that's a den side if you're taking the Titans, but I don't give a fuck. I think, no, these- I, Matt, I tend to agree. I tend to agree 100%. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you a little insider secret here. So, <laughs> Jared's number one play, my partner, was Tennessee this week. Of course. And, and I overruled him. I said, Jared, I'm going to fucking tell you to fuck off. We're firing the Saints because I love Sean Payton. I think they're going to cover this game. And I gave him one pick the rest of the season. He can have one where he can just tell me to fuck yourself. We're not doing that. We're doing my side. So I tend to agree. So this is more of a fade of my partner. But I, I honestly, I tend to agree. And it's, you know, it's tough. But I, I do like, yeah, for sure. It, it's come become a trendy dog. And that's what we fear, right, Chris? Well, it's not even a trendy dog based on the action. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, real quick. It's not even a trendy dog based on the action, but it just seems like like all this betting content through social media, everybody's like, ooh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real smart and I'm gonna take the Saints in this spot because of all this like traditional sharp shit. Like, I mean. Dave Sherapan said it on Cash Considerations. Listen to their show if you haven't and aren't already. They're great. He talks about the, the rhombuses and the parallelograms and how nobody knows shit. But, Chris, this is the traditional sharp spot, right? It's a, it's a short road dog. Those have been cashing a lot this season. Everybody's in love with the Titans after their recent run. Like, I mean, it's not a bad pick. And Titans is a den side, right? Yeah, I can't imagine uh, him not texting me and you know on Sunday saying that he wants the Titans. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you, Matt. There are sides. I've said it like that. The Browns, you know, we were all on the Browns a few weeks ago against the um, the Cards when they were coming in. Every was kind of a sharp side, and then everything. Nobody ever made a case for the Cards. It was just Browns, 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 Browns. But uh, I don't think it's necessarily the case this week for because I've asked a lot of people and they like the Titans. So I haven't heard like everybody, but you're right. The Sharps are going to take the Titans because they know that the squares all day will just lay the three or maybe put them in a money line, just like people did tonight uh, with the Ravens because uh, they think the home team, they really value that home team. We You, you sent us info today about how, how lucrative road dogs and just road teams are. So I'm going to keep betting road teams. I mean, Kyle, it is a, it's a trap line because on one hand you got Trevor Simeon, you got Kamara who apparently is dealing with an MCL sprain, may not even play. 
And it's like, all right, how are they going to go on the road outside of the Superdome and beat a team that's just beaten all these really good – I mean, I don't know, Chiefs aren't a really good – but Bills are a really good team. Rams are a really good team. Beating a lot of good teams in a row. Top I mean, line. I mean, we just saw the, the Dolphins beat, beat the Ravens. So, I mean, why, why can't a team that's built to stop the run go in there and – stop a team that's lost their best offensive weapon. Sure. Pretty much the same exact thing I said last week with the Rams, but as long as they don't have, you know, pixie dust running around there on the goal line and throwing an interception for a pick six. I, I mean, if Simeon can take care of the ball, play his best Alex Smith role, I don't see why the Saints can't win that game. But, you know, I, I hear your point, you know, and you've kind of been right all all season long with, you know, when too many people, it becomes kind of trendy, you know, a sharp, trendy play. And I think I've lost on it every fucking time. <laughs> so let's do it one more, one more time. Oh, why not? At this point, I just want to go 0 for 10 and, you know, just make 25K for being the shittiest capper alive. Yeah. Ruby cap. The books are daring you to keep betting the Titans. So if anybody out there is, I, I'm probably going to have Titans in mind. I just, I don't know. I mean, my my dad texted me last week, and he's like, I told you the Titans were a sleeper. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, this is the most vanilla team I've ever seen in my life. I will probably fade them every fucking week on principle until I bet them in the Super Bowl and they lose. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen. I'll finally be like, okay, they're good, and then they'll lose. So let's talk about this. The public – had as we know from Fade Den, the public had a few winning weeks in October, but each of the last two weeks, uh, the books have absolutely destroyed. Uh, big upsets, you know, big double digit faves have gone down. Dogs are covering at an insane rate. I mean, Joe, do we ha- do we expect this to continue? Are the faves going to regress a little bit? How are you personally? I know you're sharing your contest entry with your buddy, but you personally, how do you feel about the way that things have been trending these last two weeks? Well, I mean, I think that's what correlates with how we're doing so well the past couple of weeks is because we could all see this regressing back to the mean, like favorites aren't going to cover every fucking game. Dogs aren't going to cover every fucking game. So we're just trying to find that middle spot and pick and choose their spots where we can find the favorites we like the most and the dogs we like the most, whether they're square or sharp doesn't matter. You just gotta you gotta pick and choose your spots. Find something that you think's gonna you know hit. But like we said, it's dude, it's it's all a guessing game at this point. Like Detroit could fucking lose by twenty one points on Sunday, or they, or sorry, Pittsburgh could lose by tw- or win by twenty one points. The Lions could fucking beat them outright. Like we just we really don't know. Just like tonight, it's just so hard right now to pick and choose. There's a lot of luck involved. So. But I do think that everything's going to regress back to, back to the mean. It's very hard to pick and choose the right ones, Chris Duke. For public betters, there's always landmines out there. But then again, Patriots last week, Chargers last week, those were very big public favorites, and they came through. So what we have to remind everybody is square bets win too. Den wins 46% of his bets. It's so hard. That's why it's great. If you're not in a contest, it's easier for you to maybe pick and choose. But when we're in a contest, you got the Cowboys at nine, you got the Colts at 10, 
You got the Jets at 11 and a half. You got the Steelers at eight or nine. You got the Bucks at eight or nine. You got the Cardinals at 10. So you got all these, all these double digits and you're just stuck with what you know some of them are going to cover and you know some aren't. So it makes it tough for us. You got to pick and choose. Um, when you're fading Dan, it's easy. He chooses for you. Um, and so, <laughs> so you're going to be okay. You're going to go 54%, 55% fading his ass or five and one like tonight. But uh, yeah, so it makes it tough for us. You got to pick and choose your spots. Um, you know, Panthers is one of those, like we said, didn't cover last week against Cardinals who did. We know that's like 34 and 17 this year. Um, could be a good spot. We don't know. PJ Walker going to show up. Um, and then football team, <laughs> Kmart Walker. <laughs> and then you got the Jets and Bills, you know, a, a big home fave, uh, you know, division home fave that's got bet down. So you just never know. Uh, and then Cowboys off a huge loss and Falcons off a big division win. Um, is that going to be a square dog? So there's always a question. You've always got to take all these things into account. Can we, can we talk about one thing real quick, though? Like, so the Chiefs, obviously notorious the past two years, haven't fucking covered a, a – have covered minimal lines here. They're laying two and a half going to Vegas, yet the public is still firing that. Like, what the fuck? Because they got to figure it, it out, Joe. They've got to get right. They've got to get back on track, I, right? They're due for a blowout. <laughs> can I just – can I just – can I Shout just – Shout out, you know, you guys. his, his asked, initials might be A.T., you guys are going to love this. I just ask a guy, because I'm always picking people's brains. Listen to this. I ask a guy who went two and three last week on his five that I asked him for, and he's already canceled his account with me because he lost too much. <laughs> and he goes, I said, what's your five this week? He goes, not in any specific order. Chargers, we know they're a fave. Patriots, they're a baby fave. Rams, road fave. Broncos, home fave. Packers home fit so you've got these guys there and you know we're, we're I'm wired differently I look for dogs this guy is just going to take home fave after home fave after road fave after home fave so um it just goes to show you you know and then he might go four and one he might go three and two but uh you know chances are these people you're you're going and we said it earlier we're going to be on the Niners and of course this guy had Rams in his so watch out for these little poopers guys watch out come Sunday and what's crazy, too, is I feel like home, in a way, is, like, irrelevant at this point. Like, it worried me at the beginning of the contest. But at this point, I don't even give a shit because last – dude, last week, my five that went 5-0 and on were all on the road. I had three dogs and two faves all on the road and all covered. And I, that scared me. when I, I didn't even realize it until I was putting it in the website for our proxy. And I was like, holy shit, we just bet five fucking – dogs or sorry five road road teams teams, baby road yeah and i was like holy shit like it scared me but it's crazy how like is home field advantage even a thing i heard on follow the money they said it's worth like 1.5 points at this point and in in the season like with their fucking algorithms but i don't don't know man it's it's crazy it really is but yeah like you said the square is gonna look oh home fave minus three oh fuck it we'll fire that they have to win right Kyle, is it as simple as just home field has never mattered less? I mean, even some of these traditional ones that have mattered so much in the past, like Seattle, like Minnesota, like Kansas City, it just it just doesn't seem to be the same. 
Well, I mean, I think Seattle's always going to have a home field just because the opposing team's probably going to be scared shitless that they're going to be shot. But but it's not the same as like like 2011, no, 2012. I was making a bad joke. Um, no, like, I mean, you hear people who claim to be smarter than us say, you know, it went from like three, three and a half points. And now they're, you know, the few pods I can make it on to listen to. It's like, oh, it's probably two, two and a half points unless it's a Charger home game. But, you know, then the other team gets more points because it's a Chargers home game. You know, there's that all that bullshit. But yeah, I mean, what Joe was saying, it, it literally doesn't have the same meaning it used to have. Um, like, I don't really know. Like I've heard, I've I've heard the element of you know the players when they hear the fans get behind them, it just gives them that extra charge. You know whether they're tired, just kind of uplifts them. You know whatever kind of spiritual thing you want to get into there, but it's. I mean, we're seeing so many road dogs, and it's quite it's quite crazy. I think I'm on. I actually don't even know how many road dogs I'm on. I actually might not be on any. Okay, I'm on one, <laughs> two. Okay, I'm on two. Okay. So, well, and, and like go back to what Chris said. He asked. He he feels out some of the public betters and to see what they're on. And and they're on a lot of home faves, Chris. Like they st- people still think, despite what we're saying, that home field really matters. Yeah, it's still really valued. Um, I think it doesn't matter even close to as it used to, like Kmart said, everything's three points, three points. It's one at best. I think they had Von Tobel on follow the money and he was even in basketball. Uh, it's one, one and a half at most. And that's because of these inflated wins for, uh, by the home teams, like the Warriors recently, it's really close to a half point to one. So yeah, you're better off, uh, better off taking the road teams. And we're going to take a lot of road dogs and basketball coming up and, and NCAA basketball, you know, we'll have more pods with college basketball. Look at UCR. I mentioned them today. They're on the road in Tempe. Went outright as 10-point dogs on the road. So, yeah, take a look at your road dogs. I mean, Matt, remember like two, three years ago when we started this contest journey shit? And, you know, I'd, I'd bring up a game and you're like, oh, but they, you know, they've been traveling. And my every single time I'd be like, who gives a shit? They're professional athletes. Yeah. Like, and back then, it, it didn't seem like it was a topic that much, but now you hear more of it where there's just not as much of this lag. I mean, even even the London games, I mean, they're always a joke, and it's what the London Jaguars, but there's just not that aura. Um, you almost get it – you somehow get it more on, like when the Niners and other teams go back east for like the two-week trip, and then they come back home that's like the fade spot where you think it would be like, Oh, now you bet them. Cause they're excited to be home, but it's now you fade them because I think I heard Fezzik say something like, you know, now they're just going to be too preoccupied with their family, friends and whatever it People is. People wanting tickets. But, yeah. But it, it like, it, it actually happens. You start paying attention. It's like, Oh shit. Like they actually start losing at home. And it's like, how do you lose short? Oh, what the fuck? But just doesn't mean anything to be a home fave anymore and i I, and i think that goes to parody we've talked about that before i had a i had to describe like i heard a podcast the other day where they said uh so like vegas for example is getting two and a half points at home right now so traditionally you'd hand you know the favorite five point or three points right if they're at home so let's say the chiefs and vegas are playing in kansas city is anybody here laying five and a half with Kansas City against the Raiders right now? 
Fuck no. 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 Still so, so so why would you take why would you ever consider laying two and a half at home going or at on going to Vegas to play the Raiders? And and that's what I think the public like I feel like we're a little bit we, we can see this shit, whereas the public's just looking at this and going, Oh, Patrick Mahomes by two and a half points in Vegas. Oh, that's an easy bet, right? It, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. In the Raiders, I mean, they they even looked – they didn't look as bad as I thought they'd look given everything that kind of went on the previous week for them. Yeah. But it's still – I mean, for Raider back betters, it's still a decent narrative to then play him again this week. The one road teams – or I guess a couple road teams, the one situation I was a little weary of was this Baltimore – and Minnesota game last week went to the end of overtime. I think it went almost the entire way through. It was like 20 seconds left. Yeah. Now we saw Baltimore on a short week travel down to Miami. And even, I mean, as dumb as Aikman and Buck are, they did talk about the humidity a little bit. And you can't tell me the Baltimore wasn't a little bit tired looking. Now Minnesota on the other end of that one is going across. They're on the road again. They were in Baltimore last week, played to the end of overtime. Their defense was on the field for a million plays. I think Baltimore had the, the ball for 41 minutes in that game or something crazy like 89 that. 89 plays, 46 minutes. Their defense oh, was on. Yeah. So now they're going on the road. And again, this fits kind of what's been working. The, the Vikings would be a short road dog against the Chargers. But is there a chance that team is just gassed? I mean, that's that's kind of why I played the Chargers. And that was one of my first bets on Monday. But I even heard they're having COVID issues. They might have six guys out on defense. But I didn't. I, I didn't even know that. I, I doesn't even matter to me. But it's it's just more of there's just too much is from that previous game as well as dude Kirk Cousins one in five going to the West Coast and just what is it Chargers offensive line? You know they're. They should be able to handle the uh, Vikings defensive front, especially with some of those missing pieces. So, granted, with 46 minutes on the field the previous week, I mean, again, all this might mean absolutely nothing because look at the crappy game we watched tonight. Well, and the other side of that Minnesota Charger game is that Charger defense is bad. They are bad. I don't know why they're bad, but they are. I watched them against Philly with, Joe's boy, Jalen Hurts, and Philly moved the ball down on them every time. And their run defense, I think, is last in the league. And sure, what is Minnesota going to try to do? Oh, run it with Dalvin Cook. So that that's a game that's mind-fucking me. I don't really know. Yeah, but that's – I feel like it's pretty – It's the, the Chargers play is square. Kind of. I kind of look at this kind of like, like New England and, and the Panthers last week. Everybody's going to bet New England. Everybody's gonna bet the pan- bet the Panther or a bet on the Chargers here. So you know it's just gonna be one of those square den sides that I think is gonna win. That's why it's in our contest. That that snuck in is number five behind the Raiders was gonna is our basically our sixth pick. Yeah, it's just I mean Kyle, you read the stats on on Minnesota's defense from last week. I I don't recall seeing something like that too many times where you are on the field for that long for that many defensive snaps. And, oh, you're still on the road and you're traveling. That just seems like a lot to overcome. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, if it was split, you know, it would have been 35 minutes on the field. So yeah. back there on for 46. I mean, that's a lot of plays. Other defense was only on for 24. That's that's nuts. But if you think about that, too, look at what we watched tonight. Like, I guess the defense played all right. Well, but... they did in the first half, and then they they busted some coverages. Or is that? Yeah, I guess towards that... in the first half. Yeah, so, I mean, it could also be because it's the Dolphins, you know, you, yeah. just losing lapses of, you know, concentration or whatever it might be, it, you know, it's per set. We see this late in the season sometimes. It's hard to play against teams that don't really have a lot to lose. Like the Dolphins aren't going to the playoffs. They're two and seven. And you just, you don't really know what to expect from them. Right. But all right, guys, uh, good stuff. Hit some good topics on the NFL there. We got Joe's plays. Joe, I hope you do well again. Although I'm not so sure about that Saints bet. We'll see. Uh, let's just remind everybody we did lose Chris Duke. Had to get more wine, I guess. But what happens sometimes when you bet on poop? You get an outright money line motherfucking victory on the Dolphins. Bingo. Bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 This is Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fade You. Fade the fuck out of you.